November the 3rd, with a mass family-friendly protest outside Withybush Hospital, Haverford West, starting at midday. Withybush Hospital's Cancer Care Ward is undergoing refurbishment work from the start of next year, thanks to the generosity of the people of Pembrokeshire. When completed, the modern, purpose-built inpatient facility at Ward 10 will provide a better place to care for cancer and haematology patients, those with complex and end-of-life care needs. Building work has started on the Ward 9 area, which, once completed, will be used to care for Ward 10 patients while the building works on Ward 10 are carried out. Ward 10 will then reopen before the end of December 2019. Helen Johns, senior sister on Ward 10, is reported to have said, We're excited to see this work start, taking us another step closer to having an improved ward environment for our patients, their families and our staff. We are also incredibly grateful to the people of Pembrokeshire and particularly to our local charities and fundraisers for their fantastic support and generosity over recent years. While the majority of funding for the development is provided by Welsh Government, nearly half a million pounds of charitable donations are contributing to the scheme from the Health Board's Pembrokeshire Cancer Services Fund and Ellie's Ward 10 Flag Appeal. Magistrates have urged a struggling single mother who stole from a supermarket to seek help. The woman from Haverford West pleaded guilty to theft from a shop when she appeared before Haverford magistrates recently. Abdul Hussein, prosecuting, said this lady went into Tesco, walked around the store and selected low-cost items totalling £8.25. The lady then left without paying for the items and police were called at her address after identifying her on CCTV footage. The mother of three, who represented herself in court, said, At the time I was just really struggling financially. I know it's no excuse. I just did not have any money. Magistrates fined her £20 and ordered her to pay £8.25 compensation plus £115 in costs and a surcharge. The chairman of the bench said, you need to go from here and see if you can get help because you are struggling with your money. Father Matt Roche Saunders, aged 27, is the new arrival at the Catholic priesthood in Pembrokeshire and will be acting as curate for St David's and St Patrick's Church, Jew Street, Haverford West. I have found Pembrokeshire to be a very welcoming and open place, said Father Matt, who was anointed at Swansea's St Joseph Cathedral in August and is originally from Brecon. In 2021, the parish community will celebrate the 150th anniversary of St David's and St Patrick's Church. The foundation stone of the church was laid on May the 11th, 1871, and the church was opened in 1872. That's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day, Pure West Radio.
Good morning, it's Sunday morning and you're listening to your Pure West Farm and Country show with me, Sarah Miller. Now you're either listening to me online at www.purewestradio.com 
Com, or you've downloaded the app. So it's good to have you along, whichever mode uh, that you're listening in. Now we've got a packed show today, and we'll be looking at... It was World Food Day during the week, so we'll have a look at what uh, NFU has to say about that. We've also got news of the NFU Cymru Conference, which is going to be held uh, uh, early part of next month. And how about putting food and agriculture on the curriculum for youngsters? Uh, NFU uh, really believes there's a sort of dysfunctional disconnect between young people and still, you know, where does their food come from? And we'll also be taking a look at the formation of a sheep industry group uh, to help control sheep scab in Wales. Plus, I'll have a roundup of all the regulars. We'll have a look at the market prices. We'll have a look at what's going on in and around the county. And I'll bring you some of the latest what's-ons. So stay tuned for the next couple of hours. You're listening to your Pure West Farm and Country Show with me, Sarah Miller.
Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. Welsh Council and Commodity Boards have stressed the importance of food production on World Food Day. They met at the Royal Welsh Showground in Lanithwil, Bilthwells, and NFU members emphasised that the importance of food uh, production will only increase in the coming years as the world's population continues to grow and food production systems will get challenged elsewhere. 
The union's representatives from across Wales were united in their concern that Welsh government proposals for a new Welsh agricultural policy as part of the Brexit and our land consultation does not seem to adequately acknowledge the importance of food production and the continued supply of safe, affordable food. Now, in a few Cymru, President John Davies said October the 16th marked World Food Day, a day when we acknowledge the global importance of food production. The Food and Agricultural Organisation of the United Nations estimates that there are a staggering 821 million people across the world who are hungry, and with a growing population, this shocking figure is only likely to increase. Recent weather events here in the UK, but also the severity of the recent droughts in India and Australia, only serve to underline the precarious nature of food production and how it is at the mercy of Mother Nature. Here in Wales we are extremely fortunate. So while the past 12 months may have presented some challenging weather conditions, we do generally have the ideal climate for producing food. Good quantities of rain and good quality grass growth are two of the most vital ingredients for producing delicious and nutritious, wholesome food. But we must recognise the future challenges to our global food production system, including a changing climate, growing UK and world populations, dietary changes and the scarcity of resources such as land and water. Given our climate and rainfall, Wales is predicted to be an area of favoured production in the future, and Welsh farmers will inevitably have the key role to play, indeed responsibility, in feeding the people of Wales and contributing to global food security now and in the future. With all this in mind as we take note of World Food Day, I think it's concerning that Welsh Government's Brexit and our land consultation proposals fail to properly acknowledge the importance of food production and the role that Wales can play in global food security. While there are merits to the two proposed schemes, the fact remains that future policy in Wales must also have stability payment to underpin the production of safe, quality, traceable and affordable food. Displacement of food production to other parts of the world is a wholly unsustainable position for any government. In the past week, we have heard from the EU Agricultural Commissioner, Phil Hogan, and his intention to provide substantial direct support to farmers in the European Union for producing food. And I find it extremely frustrating that the Welsh Government appears to be underestimating the importance of food production. As well as aiding health and nutrition, it underpins our landscapes, tourism industry, environment, economy and culture. Throughout the Brexit and our land consultation, we read mention of land managers and this is not something that we as farmers identify with. We are farmers and we are proud to produce food and feed the nation. And we urge the Welsh Government to develop an agricultural policy that rewards farmers for their food producing abilities alongside their environmental credentials. Well, that was very, very well put together and we outlined uh, that consultation and also some of the things that were coming out of it. And it really was one of those consultations where we hear what you say, but we're going to do what we were going to do in the first place. Have you lost your cat? Uh oh, steady kitty. Has your neighbour's much-loved dog gone missing? Uh-oh, oh no! <laughs> well, don't worry, we're here to help. The Pet Finder on Pure West Radio features lost and found animals across Pembrokeshire every week at 9.30am and 5.30pm. If you have an animal to get featured, email the details to studio at purewestradio.com. <laughs> OK! The Pet Finder on Pure West Radio. There are many things a mother can pass on to her baby. Her smile, her eye colour, and her immunity to whooping cough. Whooping cough is a very dangerous illness for young babies, and at the moment it's spreading fast. A simple vaccination during your pregnancy can help to protect your baby in their first weeks. Please speak to your GP, nurse, or healthcare professional and pass on your immunity. 
Radio. Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire 24 hours a day 
Pure West Radio. I've been talking to your answer phone, Nana. Something tell me you don't want to know, Nana. When I call you, you don't answer phone, Nana. You don't love me, you should let me know, Nana. Yeah, bunks on rocks. your Pure West Farm and Country show. Now, John Mercer has been speaking ahead of the NFU Cymru Conference, which is scheduled to be held on the 1st of November. And he says, Wales may be a small nation, but it has big ambition. And that ambition is especially strong in the agricultural industry. Our industry has ambition to grow and be a world leader in the high-quality green food production that I know Welsh farmers are up for that challenge. Now, John Mercer is NFU Cymru's director. Now, the uh, conference on the 1st of November will be held again at the Metropole Hotel Landry.Wells. The conference is entitled Welsh Farming Ambition for Growth and it will bring together a lineup of industry-leading speakers who will look at Wales beyond Brexit and outline their thoughts on the future direction of the industry. 
John Mercer said, I'm delighted to welcome another fantastic lineup of speakers to our conference again this year. Last year was our best conference to date with record attendance, and we're sure this year's programme will draw another huge crowd. And while Brexit presents us with many challenges and unknowns, it will also give the opportunity to trade with new markets and grow our export market. And the Barnet formula will not be used to apportion agricultural funding, and we spoke about that last week. Now, NFU Cymru firmly believes that we can make a success of Brexit if the government secures a good deal with the remaining EU member states and also puts in place policies that will enable us to grow our world-class Welsh agricultural industry. Our collective focus should be on meeting the demands of a growing world population with safe, quality, affordable food whilst maintaining and enhancing our environment, something that is already taking place on a huge number of farms across Wales, and especially here in Pembrokeshire. Now, the NFU Cymru Conference has its members at its core, and he goes on to say, I would encourage any members who are interested in attending to contact the NFU Cymru office to register a place. Now, some of the speakers uh, that are speaking this year, uh, we've got Leslie Griffiths AM, Cabinet Secretary for Energy, Planning and Rural Affairs with the Welsh Government, Sir Emir Jones-Parry, who's a former diplomat, Shangar Singham, who's the Director of International Trade and Competition Unit, the Institute of Economic Affairs and CEO of Competair, Casper uh, Thormann Nielsen, Head of Communication and Public Affairs, Germany and European Public Affairs, Arla Foods, uh, Barney Kay, Head of Agricultural, Tesco, John Davis, President NFU Cymru, Minette Battis, President of the NFU, Ivor Ferguson, President of the Ulster Farmers Union, Andrew McCormack, President of NFU Scotland, and Mark Beresford-Smith, Head of Economics at a HSBC Bank. Well, that's a lineup of the good, the great and the ugly, isn't it? So I would suggest you uh, get down to your local NFU Cymru office and get signed up for what sounds as though could be a very interesting day and you might get some answers about the future. <laughs>
listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio.
It's Sunday morning and you're listening to your Pure West Farm and Country Show with me, Sarah Miller. Now we were talking about how agriculture and food production is suggested that it should be on the school curriculum and that this is something I'm strongly uh, in favour of as, as well as things like nutrition and home economics and cooking and all those um, really good standard things that would give our children a leg up. It's incredible how many children end up in university and they haven't got the first idea how to boil an egg. Now, the importance of understanding how food... Or where the egg came from in the first place, sorry. Now, the importance of understanding how food is produced, reconnecting children with the land and preparing pupils for the employment in the modern technical world of agriculture was highlighted recently when FUW Education and Training Committee delegates met up with Iskil Gunfun-Gouverneur and Iskil Brohidden pupils and the Cabinet Secretary for Education, Kirsty, was addressing a group of Year 10 students. Now, Anwen Hughes, the Union's Education and Training Committee chairperson, said, We are faced with a generation of children who don't know how their food is produced, where it comes from, and how to prepare it. The disconnect between food producers and consumers is widening. And this is just such an incredible statement, isn't it? Bearing in mind there has been so much out there. And, uh, you know, there can't be any more cookery programmes on the TV if you tried, because everywhere you look, every day of the week, there is information about, about food and its sources. Now, there is a simple way of addressing that problem. Add agriculture and food production to the school curriculum. Penwedic School is an excellent example of how successful such courses can be, and it is great to see so many young people taking up the BTEC on offer. Such initiatives should be supported and encouraged across Wales and not be limited to secondary schools. Now, Larry Evans, who teaches the BTEC in agriculture for students from both schools, said, This was a really positive meeting, and I'm glad the Cabinet Secretary and FUW delegates were able to join us for the meeting. There is a stigma that pupils from farming backgrounds are not really interested in schoolwork and that they just want to go home to farm. The reality is that students are jacks of all trades and the skills they have are transferable to many other walks of life and study. As soon as they start seeing success in what they are writing for this course, they become more confident and ultimately improve in other subjects as well. The number of students fluctuates quite a bit on the course. We only have two students from Iskolbro Hidgen in Year 10, but in Year 11 at Iskol Penwedic there are 16 students. Because of that, the collaboration between the schools to offer this course is really important. Looking forward, what would be really helpful is if the WJEC, that's the examination body, could work with the government on the content of such courses to make sure that what we teach will prepare students wanting to go into farming with what will be required of them and prepare them for the reality of farming. And Kirsty Williams, Cabinet Secretary, said it was very useful to have the opportunity to discuss the topic of agricultural subjects in schools with the pupils from Iskol Gunamol Penwedic. So there we go. So they're going to look at the curriculum and uh, see if anything can be done to improve the content. But, uh, you know, overall, for, for pupils from all walks of life, uh, they should be taught the importance of food in their life. Are you drunk enough? Now to judge what I'm doing. Are you high enough? To skills that I'm ruined. Because I'm ruined. Is it late enough for you to come and stay over? Cause we're free to love, so tease me. Ooh. I made no promises, I can't do golden rings, but I'll give you everything. Magic is in the air, there ain't no science here, so come get your everything. I can't do golden rings, but I'll give you everything Magic is in the 
back to your Pure West Farm and Country Show. Now, uh, controlling sheep scabbing whales is really, really important and is evidently an issue. Now, the control of sheep scabbing whales is one step closer following the production of an industry-led sheep scab report, which is set to be launched on Wednesday, November the 7th. Now, the report is a collaborative project between individuals from the farming unions, veterinary practitioners and other leading industry and stakeholder experts and was written in response to the growing concern over the levels of sheep scab infestation in Wales. Now, the recommendations of the Welsh Sheep Scab Industry Group, which are contained in the report, have been passed to the Welsh Animal Health and Welfare Framework Group and to the Cabinet Secretary, Leslie Griffiths. Now, group members are now calling on the Welsh Government to provide the funding needed to implement the recommendations outlined in the report. Sheep scab is an insidious problem and has significant welfare implications for infected sheep. Previous attempts to eradicate this disease have had limited success and this is largely due, due to treatment regimes which have attempted to control this disease on a farm-by-farm basis. Now, the report of the Welsh Sheep Scab Industry Group recognises the need for treatment to be coordinated across contagious premises and, if funded, would put a scab control programme in place which would increase the likelihood of neighbouring farms working together to eradicate this disease. It is this fresh perspective on the disease that makes recommendations within this industry-led report a more holistic and workable approach to disease control. It is hoped that better disease management and control will eventually lead to sheep scab freedom in Wales. And that would be a really, really good thing going forward, you know, about raising our food production standards and uh, would only be a really, really good badge for Wales. Now, Dr Hazel Wright, who's the FUW Senior Policy Officer, said sheep scab remains a significant issue for our membership and the recommendations in this report aim to tackle common problems such as misdiagnosis and reinfection from neighbouring farms. Farmers in Wales cannot control this disease in isolation and the Sheep Scab Task and Finish Group therefore designed a programme which should improve the effectiveness of current treatment protocols by providing a platform for farmers to work together to eradicate this disease from their farms. It is now crucial that sufficient funding is provided to allow the recommendations in this collaborative industry-led report to come to fruition. And that would be a really good thing to invest in because, as I say, you know, Post-Brexit, we are going to need to really, really, you know, to gain new markets and export markets, and especially for our sheep, uh, because a lot of our lambs and sheep go to Europe, we need to have as many badges on, on the quality of our production as possible. How does it feel when you stop smoking? Brilliant. I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I was so proud of myself. I feel a lot richer. It feels good. I just feel fitter and healthier. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. With the help of NHS Smoke Free, you could experience that feeling for yourself. Our range of support tools, which includes face-to-face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. The Bush Inn, Robuston Wathen, home to the famous Pembrokeshire Carvery. We are open six days a week, Tuesday to Sunday, serving tasty and homemade dishes with daily specials. All of our dishes are prepared from fresh, and if you have a sweet tooth, we have a delicious selection of homemade desserts. The Bush Inn is a family-run business and we guarantee a service with a smile. So be sure to pop in and say hello. It's steak night every Saturday and with a carvery every Wednesday and Sunday. Booking is essential for the Sunday sitting. Call 01834 860 or visit Family and food is what we do. The Bush Inn, Robuston Wathen. 
Salter's Blinds offers a wide range of blinds for every room in your home or office. See our extensive range of vertical and roller blinds made on the premises to find just what you've been looking for. Right now, buy five sets of vertical or roller blinds and get the sixth one free. A professional and friendly service awaits you. So visit our showroom today at Unit 1 Withybush Trading Estate or visit saltersblinds.co.uk. Top quality blinds at factory prices. This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. Lucy Liu with my girl Drew, Cameron D and Destiny, Charlie's Angels. Come on, come on, Question, tell me what you think about me. I buy my own diamonds and I buy my own rings. Only ring your celly when I'm feeling lonely. When it's all over, please get up and leave. Question, tell me how you feel about this. Try to control me, boy, you get dismissed. Pay my own funnel and I pay my own bills. Always 50 50 in relationships. The shoes on my feet, I To get what I get Ladies, it ain't easy being independent Question, how'd you like this knowledge that I brought? Bragging on that cash that he gave you is the front If you're gonna brag, make sure it's your money in front Depend on no one else to give you what you want
For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Sarah Hoss. Following September's announcement of its consultation outcomes and the next steps for Howell Thou's Transforming Clinical Services Programme, the Health Board is presenting its closing report to the Partnerships Overview and Scrutiny Committee today. Committee members are being asked to scrutinise the outcomes of the consultation and the recommendations and their impact for Pembrokeshire as well as what implications the next steps have for residents and visitors. They will also consider the role and contribution of the local authority services in future plans as part of the committee's aim to contribute to the co-design and co-production of future models of service delivery. Eleven recommendations were approved at the Health Board's last meeting, including a new urgent and planned care hospital in the south of the Howaldar University Health Board area with acute hospital services retained and developed at Bronglice General Hospital in Aberystwyth and acute medicine at Prince Philip in Llanelli. Further developments of the recommendations are due to go before the Health Board meeting on November the 29th. Objectors to the proposals plan to rally on Saturday, November